So I, wrestling is fucking crazy right lately, eh? Yeah. Everything's kind of crazy in the world at the moment. Punk but, is back. And so now we're going to have Punk and Ambrose go at it for the title. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he wasn't gone too long. I thought he'd be gone a lot, a lot longer. I thought so, too. A couple of weeks ago, I, I read online that they knew when he was coming back, and they felt that it was relatively soon. So okay. I was like, okay, all right. So, um, But, yeah, I mean, immediately building to uh, him versus Ambrose. Or, sorry, <laughs> Moxley. Yeah, Moxley, yeah. But uh, that's cool because that was a few they were pushing for for uh, like a couple of years back, like when they were both in WWE. Mm-hmm. Uh, Punk went down to NXT to challenge him. And this is when Ambrose wrestled in actual tights. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so it was kind of interesting. Um, and like that was right at the beginning when I started to hear about Ambrose slash John yeah. Moxley. yeah. And uh, so, I, of course, you know, you check out some of his older promos and you're just like, whoa. And then you hear him promo in WWE and you're like, what are you guys doing? Why are you making him do this? So but watered down. Yeah. It's not even watered down. It's just incredibly scripted. And you're just like, this guy, this guy's a throwback. You don't script his promos. Yeah. But that's super exciting. I'm pretty pumped about that. I'm thinking Moxley's going to take it. I think he might actually. I think he yeah. might. Yeah, I think he's going to beat Punk. I think Punk's going to beat him in the return match, though. Yeah, you think- I don't think this is going to be a one and done. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I'm saying Moxley. I'm saying Moxley takes it. I agree. I agree. I actually didn't really have anyone picked, but as soon as you said it, I was like, you know what? I can see that. Yeah. And then, uh, plus, it gives Punk some time to shrug off ring rust, and it gives him. Uh, a chase too which is mm-hmm. kind of nice yep um and i mean fuck he could feud with any of that uh blackpool fight club <laughs> yeah really he could yeah yeah actually him and cesaro would be awesome him and cesaro actually him and anyone on that pretty much very few people on that roster i think yeah. aren't going to be good matches like really like the AEW roster is just stacked with talent. Regal, Regal's not wrestling, right? He's just doing no, thing. No. His okay. son, however, wrestles for WWE. Oh, I never knew that. Yeah, I didn't I didn't know that at all. There was this guy, I and uh Massey, his I can't remember his last name or his first name. His last name's Massey. And there was I was like, I was watching him wrestle on and you could totally tell he's a throwback to European wrestling. Like he's on uh the UK NXT, right? Okay, okay. And I was like, man, like there's something about him that just kind of seems familiar. And then an article talking about how there's a, a bunch of people from NXT UK. They're going to be pushed over to NXT and he's one of them. They listed his uh, real name and stated that he's Regal's son. Oh, wow. And I was just like, that's probably why he looks so familiar. Now, it's not like he's the spitting image or anything like that. But the second I like once you know that, then you're like, oh, OK, now I can yeah. see the connection. Yeah. And it also it also uh, explains the wrestling style. But Man, uh, yeah, yeah, trips trips just must be pissed that Regal's gone. I would be. Like that was his guy. <laughs> I I mean, but even like, regardless of him being like a Triple H guy, uh, just the fucking wealth of knowledge. Yeah. That he has and experience. Yep. And I mean, like, I've, I've listened to his podcast a couple of times, 
because uh, it was always kind of interesting to see his take on things. And he was just like, like, he wasn't a mark for the business. Hold on, buddy. Hey, that's just Michelle. <laughs> um, so he wasn't like, he was a mark for the business in the sense that like he was a fan and he wanted to be a wrestler. Yeah. But he wasn't a mark in the business where he was like, I'm fucking the greatest thing ever and no yeah. one can beat me in this fake wrestling thing because it's real in my head, you know? Like, like early Goldberg towards the end of his WCW run definitely, definitely became a mark for himself. Yeah. You know? And I mean, like, not that I'm going to fault him or blame him or anything like that. It's just sometimes that happens. But uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, I was surprised. He was one of the ones that I was like severely surprised. I thought he'd have like a job with the company for the rest of his life. Oh, for sure. For you know? sure. And then they, and then they let him go. And it was just like, what? And that's like, it lends uh, credence to the anti triple H rumors that was going around where yeah. they were trying to rewrite all of NXT and, and take away all the triple H stuff, you know, um, it is going to be interesting to see, like, there's already reports that Triple H is going to revert back to the gold and black motif of NXT. But, I mean, there's some of these guys and, and girls that I think, I don't know that you should just totally revamp everything. Like, because Braun Breaker is a fine champion right now. And I, I still think he's got some legs in this run. Yeah, yeah. But I also do think that he's not too long for the main roster. I don't know if that's Triple H's brain now, but uh, well, my first thought honestly was that he wasn't going to be in NXT for too long, and then he was going to be called up almost immediately. But now I'm thinking maybe not. He might get maybe two NXT title runs under his belt before he's called up. But it's hard to say. Yeah. Well, hopefully he is a Steiner when he gets called up. It's a tough call. Like, I mean, I was thinking about that too, like with a lot of these name changes and gimmick changes and stuff like that. I mean, some of these people like Alba Fire has only been Alba Fire for like maybe a couple months. Mm -hmm. So she could go back to Kaylee, Kylie Ray. Um, but I guess like, I almost think it's one of those where Trips is probably sitting there going like, okay, hold on. Do you want to change your gimmick back to what we were doing before or do you want to stay the way you are you know like are you happy with the changes or do you want to switch back or whatever because it seems like that would be kind of a cool way to go about doing it but, yeah. but who knows who knows and i know that like a lot of the name changes are literally because most of these people are wrestling with their real names or they're wrestling with trademark names or are they wrestling with names that they made on the indies yeah so i don't think it's it's really tough. It's tough to say because it's not like Triple H can do whatever he wants. So they like Nick Khan and Stephanie might say, from a branding perspective, we want them to keep their new names. Yeah. Because they own them, right? Yeah. You know, like, uh, uh, but always a lot of people forget. Like they make a big think about like indie names, but Kevin Owens wasn't Kevin Owens on on the indies. He was Kevin Steen. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Sami Zayn was El Generico. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so there's some good name changes going on. Well, 
Well, and I mean, okay, and uh, Claudio Casanoli, it's a great name. Yeah. But after a while, like, you're not always calling him Claudio Casanoli. You'll probably just call him Claudio. I'm never going to say his full name. It's you too know? much. It's too much. <laughs> Antonio Cesaro, I thought was a great name. But when they dropped it to Cesaro, at first I was like, ah, but after a while, it just kind of grew on me. And then I was like, Cesaro, like, it's just, it's a cool name. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't know what uh, what'll happen. I but some of the people that, that they're pushing, I think they should continue to push. Like uh, Nikita Lyons, she's green. She's definitely green. She's definitely new, but she's got a presence to her. And I watched a match last night, and it wasn't bad by any means. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, Lash Legend, I think, is someone that should be taken off TV and put back. Like actually train full-on wrestling while before they put her back on tv because she's got a good character and she knows how to do that well yep. she's just really really rough in the ring and it doesn't seem to get any better regardless of who she's wrestling so i almost feel like she should be taken off not fired or let go by any means but just put back to the drawing board for the wrestling aspect a little bit more right right but uh I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Hmm. I love how every every second day there's a new Bray Wyatt rumor. Oh, man, it's nonstop. It's it like... <laughs> Look, you know what? I, uh, I loved Bray Wyatt's uh, Funhouse character. Mm-hmm. That version of Bray Wyatt, like, way better than the Eater of Worlds, but... Uh, the Funhouse version of that character, and then of course the introduction of the Fiend was awesome. Oh yeah, absolutely awesome. The problem was they shot themselves in the foot by creating this unstoppable monster, and then immediately putting him in a title match. Yeah, he should have stayed far away from the title. He should have been a, far away, like at least a year before he was in the title scene. I mean, he was champion twice as the Fiend. Yeah. And I think The Undertaker only held the title three or four times his entire career. I think he actually got bumped up to five. Yeah. Four or five. Four or five. So nevertheless, though, four or five is very small amount for 30 years in wrestling. Yeah. In one company. Oh, yeah. Like, that's how they should have played. They should have just did the long run. Like, just. Well, even like Bret Hart. Only yeah. five runs in WWE. The title doesn't matter to this character. Why would it? And that that's where I think they sh- that's the second part of them shooting themselves in the foot. Yeah. Was that they didn't realize that the character the character really shouldn't have wanted the title until it was some had something else to do with it, right? Like this is a character that was like sinister and, and also yeah. goofy at the same time. You know what I mean? Like, like I said before, like if you were going to have Bray Wyatt, like if you, if the match was going to go down and he was going to lose, then it should be Bray Wyatt losing and not the Fiend. But then again, you don't have the Fiend every time they wrestle. Right. You know? Um, if, if you're going to have the Fiend go up against a champion, tell him, I don't want your belt. I want a non-championship match. I don't want your title. I want your soul. Uh, yeah, but I mean, you could argue that their soul is in the title. Mm. you could argue that one 
you could. What I'm getting at is maybe not so soon, but after like the first year, and I, I'm the other thing is I wouldn't talk about him being undefeated either. I would have him be undefeated as the fiend, but I wouldn't mention it. I would talk about yeah. it all the time. The fans and will notice I'm, it. And then once, once we get to a point where let's say. You know, it's a year of him winning matches or only losing his prey, but it doesn't count because they're two different people. Eventually, someone's going to start saying, hey, he hasn't lost a match. Like, it's been eight matches of, and he's never lost as the Fiend. Huh, yeah. That's interesting, you know? Mm-hmm. Or, or even better yet, have him win, right? Win and win the title and then just kind of throw it off like, like he doesn't even want to touch it because, like, that wasn't about it. He was all about yeah. just beating that guy and beating him so badly like he took the title but now that he has it it's meaningless to him yeah you know and then either and do whatever you want with it after that i don't know like i'm not a wrestling writer so i don't uh oh fuck you could be <laughs> yeah it could be but so i've been thinking about it in the last couple of days especially since carrion cross was brought back and specifically since he was brought back that i start looking at some of the guys that have left that didn't do anything really with the exception of Johnny Gargano because his wife uh, was pregnant. So he just didn't wrestle because yeah, well, fuck she was pregnant. Right. And then yeah. they had the kid. And so he's just going to be a dad and get used to that. So, so barring that guy, um, carrying cross is a tough one because on the main roster, honestly, there isn't, too much special about him except for the entrance mm-hmm. and Scarlet. As far as wrestling goes, and as far as his appearance goes, he's not that tall. No, he's really he's not about six two, six three. Yeah. And you know what? He's in decent shape. Like he's not shredded, but I, you know, I don't really care for that either. Um, but it's like, what does he bring to the table that a guy like Seamus already does already does like doesn't already bring to the table? You know, right. Right. So uh, uh, Drew McIntyre is taller, obviously. But again, same scenario. What are like, what is he bringing to the table that Karrion has that he doesn't, you know? Yeah. And unfortunately, I don't see much of anything. And so and I'm not saying he shouldn't have been brought back. And I'm not saying he shouldn't have been put in that high level mid card main event level status. I'm not saying any of those things. Well, I guess I kind of am. <laughs> now that I, th- I kind of am saying that, I, I guess what I'm trying to get is I don't know why it's so soon. Yeah. You know, but then again, why bring him back if it's just for an entry level mid card role, right? So it's to catch twenty two. I don't know that I would have brought Karrion Cross back. And regardless of his like uh, beliefs in like anti vaxxer and QAnon, whatever, like heavily rumored to be of that thought process. Regardless of that, I don't know that I would have brought him back because, I mean, like, sure, he was pushed. He had a great run in NXT, absolutely great run in NXT. But NXT is different because he was also surrounded by guys that weren't 6'2", 6'3". Yeah, that's right. So he looked bigger. And then he also represented moves that most guys like his style don't necessarily do, right? But now that he's on the main roster... Now it's a little bit different, mm-hmm. you know, because he's like getting dwarfed. He'll be dwarfed by most of the guys at that level. Yeah. But again, 
we'll have to see how things go and how everything shakes out. The other part is like, I know the thought process now is like all Triple H's buddies are going to get pushed to the moon, right? So they're all saying like Kevin Owens is going to get a title. Uh, you know, Sami Zayn is going to get a title. The Gargano is going to come back. Karrion Cross is going to have a title. You know what I mean? And it's just like, not everyone can have the title all the time. Yeah. You know? And even though we're in this period of transition, I still don't think Roman Reigns is losing either of those titles until WrestleMania. And I guarantee you it's going to be against Rhodes. But I don't know if they're going to go both belts or if they're just going to have him lose one of the belts at the same time. Honestly, I don't know at this point. But it, but at the same time, part of me thinks he might as well lose both at the same because then what are you going to do? You're going to have him lose at WrestleMania, lose a Raw title, we'll say. And then at WrestleMania Backlash, he's going to lose the SmackDown title. Well, so in two months, you've undone like two, two plus years of building him up. But if again, he, if he's, he's going to go, if he's going to go Hollywood, like as rumored, then he's going to be losing those titles. I mean, yeah. Well, at this stage, he should have lost at least one of those belts beforehand. Yeah. He shouldn't have won the other one to begin with. Exactly. Like they should never have sat there and said, hey, we'll, uh, we'll have a double title match for WrestleMania. Yeah. And the winner takes all. And then even talk about having like a unified title. Yeah. For a couple of weeks until they decided they were going to create the other champion. But instead, they put them both on him and said, woohoo. Yeah. And then he's like, okay, cool. I want to re, uh, redo yeah. my contract. I don't want to work at all. I'm part time. <laughs> I'm like super part time. You know? And I'll do SmackDowns, but I'm not yeah, doing sure. views. <laughs> sure, they did that with Brock Lesnar, but they had the benefit of having a SmackDown title and a Raw title. Yes. But anyway, regardless, um, it is still going to be interesting. I, I've re- I find it interesting. A lot of people think that Roman Reigns is suddenly just going to get put out to pasture because he's not a Triple H guy. And I'm going, how is he not a Triple H guy? No, he's a Triple H guy. Like, I mean, sure, he was McMahon's baby. Yeah. But, I mean, Triple H didn't have to work with him and try to get him over at WrestleMania. He could have. He could work with anyone, but he he, he wanted to work with Reigns. You know, yeah, all those Shield guys are Triple H guys. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Obviously, some more than others, but like between the two, it's Rollins for sure. Did Rollins call out Reigns? Uh, yeah, yeah, he did. He did. Yeah. I still say that's who should be taking the title off him. At least one. Oh, man, I'm honestly like I'm so done with Reigns as a champion. It's unbelievable. And I love Reigns. I've never loved Reigns more than right now. Of I'm more. in the same boat. It's a catch twenty two. I think give he's... him both. You can't give him both titles and then never see either title. Even even though he's on this light schedule, he's still like at the top. Like he's still yeah. one of the best on the on the roster. So it's like. Yeah, of course. I will. I you want to have the title. You got a company of a hundred guys. You got a company of a hundred guys. At least a dozen of them are are worthy of going for a championship shot, and none of them can. (laughs) I was actually. I was. I was hoping that the Orton match, even though I knew it wasn't going to happen, 
yeah. this way. If it went through, I was hoping that Morton would take one of the titles off. Yeah. Well, I was saying, you know? I was saying that like months ago, I was saying, I would hope that Reigns would refer to him as a legend himself as a legend. And then that, yeah. brought, and then Orton came out, you know, and then once Orton has the title, now you can start pushing towards Riddle versus Orton Riddle versus Orton for the title. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be quick. Keep doing this slow burn because it's SummerSlam. We could fucking tease this out to WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Well, at the same time now, by the time Rhodes is all set, boom. We've got months in between the loss so that we've spent the last couple of months building Reigns back up. Rhodes shows up, wins Rumble, beats him at WrestleMania. Everyone's happy. Ooh, you know? Now it's just... Now I, like, and the worst part I feel right now is... When he does lose the title, unfortunately, I'm worried that my reaction will be, oh, okay, good, fine, fuck, like, this yeah. is ridiculous. Instead of just being like, yes, oh, fucking right, finally, like, this is so great, it was worth the wait, blah, 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 you know? Yeah, I mean, right now, right now, I would have, I would have those titles off of him. I would have Orton and Riddle for the championship, for one championship at WrestleMania. Yep. And I would have Rhodes and, and Seth for the other. Yep. And I would have Roman and, and the Rocket going at it for a head of the table. Like to me, head of the yeah. table should mean more than some titles to Roman. And not only that, like, right? I mean, unless they're trying to swerve and they're going to book the Rock to win, which is hard to do with his schedule. I mean, they're already saying that because the XFL is supposed to be coming up next year, he's not going to be ready for WrestleMania. Mm. So they're already saying that he's not going to be there for WrestleMania for this WrestleMania. So they're possibly looking at next WrestleMania. But now I'm like, this was your window. This is your window. Yes. Yeah. Rock is only getting older. Yeah. It's got to okay? be now or never. Like he is in absolutely phenomenal shape, yeah. but he's getting older and he's not wrestling. Exactly. You know, so it's he's going to need he it's not just one month to build the match he's going to need i'm going to say six months to a year just to get to a point where he could work a good match like like taker was taking six to eight months just to get ready for wrestlemania one match yeah he wasn't wrestling to build the match up he didn't see him in tag matches or anything like that it was he maybe do one or two promos but mostly it was just the theatrics, point, point, that's it, you know, this, whatever. Yeah. And it's it works perfectly. And I was saying this for years, like, if he's only going to work one match, perfect. Give him all the time he needs to get to shape so that he can work that Mania match and have it be awesome instead of some of the later matches where we were, where it was just like, oh, oh. And he spent most way. of the time worried that he's going to die. Yeah, the only way that match is going to work in the amount of time we have is that they do a cinematic style like the Boneyard match. Yeah. They, they have like a, a full-on Samoan match in Hawaii. And I don't think we're going to see a cinematic match ever again. I think we're done with that. Not with the crowd's back. Which yeah, is a shame. Though, because, which was a shame because that was amazing. I, I agree. I agree. Yeah. Like I feel like in some instances... Every once in a while, doing a cinematic match, I think would be would be a nice change of pace too. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. 
Yeah, no, for sure. Anyway, so, enough okay. ranting about Reigns and that whole thing. Edge is back. Yep. Babyface. Yep. I almost, I thought about this on Raw. I thought it'd be kind of interesting as if this whole thing with the Mysterios and him breaking off from the Judgment Day was just a ruse to fuck over and take Dominic. And Edge is still, in fact, the leader of the Judgment Day. Oh. <laughs> Can you imagine? That'd be pretty good. Hey, uh, you know what? I have no issues with Dominic. I think he is uh, pretty good for for never wrestling outside of uh, anything other than just being on the main like main event scene. Or not yep. main event, but the... Uh, well, yeah, you might as well call it main event. Like, if you want to look at NXT, is not quite, but uh, yeah. I I feel like Dominic should be taken off TV and he should be dropped back to NXT to work with NXT guys to get better. Like, he's not bad by any means. But after watching Logan Paul in two different matches, <laughs> unfortunately for Dominic, Logan Paul who has never wrestled at all up until recently is infinite. Like he's across the board better yeah. in everything. And that guy's going to be in the title scene with in a year. It's fucking weird to say yeah. that though. Like it's weird yeah. to sit there and say, Dominic Mysterio yeah. fucking famous family, like third generation wrestling's, uh, from that family. His dad is Rey Mysterio, one of the greatest wrestlers of all time. You can never take that away from him. And he's only like, and, and I feel bad to say this, like he's just okay. Like he's all right in the ring. He's like athletic. He He's functional in what he's doing. I almost, sometimes I see him and I almost feel like he is like, I don't belong here. He uh he he has to get out of his father's shadow. He has he to got, do his own thing. Look at Orton. Look at Orton. Out of his father's shadow, though, he's got to get better in the ring. Yeah, but the thing is, he like he's too. De- I know he's not too Japan because it's storyline based, but I mean, like, well, it was also everything's around his father. Everything, but that's also partly because of the contract. Yeah, Ray resigned as long as Dominic was going to have. Uh, Main roster. That's the word, the terminology I'm looking for. As long he resigned, as long as Dominic got a contract. So what they got to do is turn Dominic heel and have him go against his father. Yep. Just do that now. Yeah, do it now. Or the rumors about him. him. The rumors about him joining the Judgment Day. Those shouldn't be rumors. That should come true. Yeah. Just my. But my only concern is he's going to get lost in the shuffle if he's part of the Judgment Day. Hard to say. No, it isn't. It's actually quite easily because he he has the least amount of presence out of anyone in that group. Okay. His dad has never been like Ray's never been the best promo out there. No. Never has never been. He's been like better since he got to WWE and he was obviously working on promos and stuff. But like if Dominic could cut a promo, then that's a little bit different. That'd be like, okay, yeah. You know, because then it's like the Miz. The Miz isn't a great wrestler, but he can cut a promo and he can work. Like he he's got good ring psychology. Yeah, yeah. But no one's going to sit there and say Miz is one of the greatest wrestlers of all time. 
WWE superstar? Yes. He is one of the best WWE superstars of all time. You can't deny it. And in a couple of years, I think we talked about this. He's going to start being looked at like Randy Orton, where they're going to go, this guy. This guy wrestled relatively safe. He's rarely Mm -hmm. been injured. He's, you know, this is a stalwart. He might not be in the same level as Orton, but I guarantee you they'll start talking him a little bit more respectfully. Um, I mean, he's going to be right in there with the greatest IC champions of all time. Yep. Yeah. But other than uh, all that. So Ray or Dominic can't promo really at all. And he's good in the ring, but he's not like, he hasn't done anything where I go, holy fuck. Yeah. Whereas dad's career was built on, holy fuck and that's the issue though that's he, he needs to get away from his father he needs to do his own thing find his that's own, why i think he should go to his own find his own identity i that's why thing. i think he should go to go to nxt and i think they should even have it so that instead of him splitting up and turning heel on his dad he just says you know what dad this has been an incredible learning experience unfortunately i don't feel like i can live up to your standards mm-hmm by continuing to be by your side, I need to go on my own and then have the father and son just go, okay, all right. Yeah. You know, and then have, uh, give Ray some time off because he's been wrestling pretty consistently for the last couple of years. Give him a couple months off, refresh his character, mm-hmm. tweak his, uh, his attire a bit. I don't like his look. I haven't liked his look since he's come back. The color schemes I find are really weird. Yeah. Yeah, um, like either. and then put Dominic on NXT and just have him be Dominic Mysterio on NXT trying to find his footing. And then bring him back to the main roster once he's ready for it. Mm-hmm. But that's that's just me. But like uh, going back to Logan Paul, though. The second I we, uh, like I watched Logan, we, actually, we watched that match. When we watched that match with Logan Paul, I immediately felt bad for Dominic because they're both two relatively young guys. Yeah. wrestling a relatively similar style dominic's been doing a lot longer and logan paul looks like a wrestler moves like a wrestler promos like a wrestler mm-hmm. unfortunately dominic does none of those things <laughs> yeah and you're, you're i immediately was like fuck this does not bode well for dominic because logan paul's making it look easy and the guy that was born into the family is not making it look as easy as it should. Yeah. And I feel bad because it's like, I have nothing against him. And it's not like, it's not like I could do better. <laughs> it's, not like, <laughs> it's not like I could be like wrestling circles around Dominic Mysterio. No fucking way. The guy, I can't bump like him. I've never flat bad bump on any of those aprons. I'll probably yeah. shit my pants. He does it. No problem. So, you know, anyway. So wrestling is going to be interesting. Getting circling back to Karrion Cross, though, mm-hmm. I wouldn't hire back EC3 for sure. No, fuck no, nope. And I would not. This is going to be controversial, but I wouldn't hire back Adam Sure or uh, Braun Strowman. I wouldn't either. It'd be a different story if they went off and and showed the world that they're worth the paychecks that they were receiving. Yep. And I mean, okay, I'll give them credit. They they started the control your narrative uh, counterculture wrestling uh, company, but I saw a couple of those matches, and they're uh, they're different. 
mm-hmm. that are definitely an acquired taste. But uh, yeah, no. And like like I said, with Karen Cross, like they also have similar beliefs, anti-vax and COVID uh, conspiracy theories and shit like that. But that's not why I'm saying don't hire them back. I'm saying don't hire them back because they're they're not worth it. They would bring nothing to the table. I'm not even sure Carrion does at this point. Right now, I'll have to wait and see. Like maybe, maybe he was saving his shit. Like I mean, obviously his first main roster run was garbage, absolute garbage, and it's no no fault of his own. Oh yeah, no, I mean that no was no fault of his own. Jeff Hardy, you know? bitch. <laughs> uh, well, Vince McMahon's bitch, really. Yeah, wow, well, yeah. But regardless, I mean. Like, who knows? Like, unless Karrion Cross starts, like, delivering matches on a consistent basis like Sheamus, I'll use Sheamus as the barometer for him because Sheamus is another one where he's quietly being regarded as one of the top guys on that roster mm-hmm. because when's the last time you saw a bad Sheamus match? When's the oh, last time always, you had a bad Sheamus promo? He's always great. You know, he's been consistently good for the last, like, almost 10 years, I would say. I was going to say decade. You know, like, yeah, sure. He had the rocket strapped to him. So he was a little rough in the first couple of years, but I actually started to uh, not hate him when he started tagging with Cesaro. The bar was awesome. <laughs> like, so that whole transition. That was a tag team. That was a tag team. He was already like churning out consistently good matches. Yeah. But he was also going through like, fucking xbox heat where they were like uh get the fuck away go but now now he's like an elder statesman so carrion could be in that boat i just based on what i've said prior i i just it's it's tough to see him in that role right now yeah yeah you know um but yeah like uh braun Strowman is definite no i wouldn't uh hire him back at least not on the salary he was getting mm-hmm. you know because it's not like like Cody Rhodes where he left to AEW, increased his stock tenfold. Yeah. And then came back because he basically, he proved it. Like, I, I'm almost certain the conversation with him and Vince when he left was, you know what? I'm going to make you want to hire me back. And Vince, being Vince, was probably like, good. Yeah. Fucking do it, pal. And then yeah. he did it. <laughs> and they were like, here's a big money contract for you. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, Braun didn't do that, and EC3 is the same boat. I just their heads are too far up their asses to see they're not as good as they thought they were, yeah. or they were better under the like. Braun's best matches were in WWE. Period. Mm-hmm. I have not seen anything up to that level since, and that's disappointing because I was a huge Braun Strowman fan. Huge. Yeah. Hmm. Other than that, uh, I mean, you know, wrestling's wrestling. But it's different. It, it's it weird feels, times. Weird it feels times. fresh. It's fresh right now. It feels... Yeah, that's that's what it is. There's a bit of a refresher. Like, yeah. Raw's been good the last two weeks. The Smackdown's ratings on Raw and SmackDown have shot through the roof in the last two weeks. Yeah. Um, I haven't watched... I watched like NXT recently, like literally this week's NXT I watched. And the hard part is because I hadn't watched NXT in so long. I couldn't tell you if it was better or mm-hmm. worse. Right. You know, but 
we'll see how things go. I don't know that. I don't know if I'm watching that one regularly. I think I'll still just be sticking with Braun SmackDown and NXT uh, UK for now. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Well, uh, that's it for me. It's my wrestling rant out of the way. <laughs>